Ladies and gents, we're back again tonight. That's two shows in a row. And by the way, we are hell of excited. I'm hell of excited. As soon as I seen there was a Darkness documentary, I was like, I'm all over that. Fresh off the heels of seeing them last, end of last year. Uh, and they absolutely, in fact, they were on tour and they actually did burn the house down because their pyro ended up like, <laughs> catching on fire and they had to evacuate the building. But that was the night before mine. So I got the, the, the tried and tested and it was, uh, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> we're gonna... like, right guys, see tonight. See that firework? Fucking leave it. <laughs> Just don't exactly. don't hit go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm obviously a huge, huge fan of the darkness. I have been since 2003, since it came out. Uh, when I seen that this was coming to the cinema, I was like, hell to the yeah. So I've got it scheduled in the cinema. And it actually comes out, you see at the bottom there, darkness comes out on the 9th of November. So get your tickets, go see it. We are joined tonight by Christine Cowan, who is the producer of Welcome to the Darkness, which... I mean, talk about dream jobs for me—that'd be a dream job. Is it for her? We're gonna—we are definitely gonna find out. Uh, Christine has also produced Blur, uh, New World Towers, which is a documentary mm. before. Uh, you said Buena Vista Club, Adios. I'm getting—I'm getting better pronunciation. Yeah. Wow. And creation wow. stories. So make sure you go and follow her. Uh, but before, I don't want to harp on too much because I don't want to keep her waiting. I actually want to get her on the show so we can pack her brain. Can uh, I just say one the... thing? I just want yeah. to say one thing. You're—you're. Mm -hmm. you're... Your pronunciation has improved just so much over the last few weeks. I'm very, very impressed with you. I'm Thank starting you. to think you're taking lessons. But you did say Bram Stroker just before you came <laughs> on air. That's because um, I was watching a different kind of video. <laughs> totally joking, <laughs> totally joking. Uh, but here is the trailer for Welcome to the Darkness. Uh, please get your tickets and support this because it's... There we are, wasting our time and money. Driving around Valentia Island, trying to salvage some out of the balls up. The Royal's the only place on the island which is big enough to hold them, darkness. But why are they here? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the darkness. Hey guys, looking for the uh, Darkness concert? Yeah. yeah. It's just in here. You're in the right place. The band who put the and back into rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, the Darkness. Justin, anyway, yes. I'll be providing your entertainment. <laughs> Apparently they created this category especially for us. As soon as Permission to Land was wrapped up, I already knew it was going to be a mega smash. We're glad people turned up. There seemed to be about four people inside. <laughs> for the period that the band wasn't together, I didn't really have a life and I didn't have a brother. The person I've hurt the most is my brother, and I won't forgive myself for those things, ever. The fabulous element of the comeback hasn't materialised yet, but it's all a work in progress. What had to happen was Rufus had to join the band. This feels like golden era lineup. I mean, they're weird people. <laughs> they're my brothers. I love them very much. <laughs> this is Action Frankie. Have you got anything bigger? The worrying thing about saying you're going to do something forever is that the next day something happens that stops it in its tracks. Ah! Oh dear. Ah! Man, why can't my voice work? It's just my whole livelihood and my identity. A big deal, really. And I felt like I'd just been itching my balls all day instantly. Okay, all right. I think I've got cancer. <laughs> I think more about where it all went right rather than where it went wrong. Being on stage is my actual happy place. I just wanted to go on forever. It's about the love of the music and it's something cheesy with the love we have for each other, the vision that we have for the band. 
thing that binds us together. We were always gonna be the conquerors. Thanks for coming to see us. Give me a D! Give me an Arkness! Hell yeah, welcome to the show, Christine Cowan. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No, it's absolutely our pleasure. I'm absolutely itching to chat to you about that documentary. First, I'll say is um, why the darkness? What what decide, What made you decide the darkness is where I kind of want to go with this next project? Um, well, I can't actually claim any credit for that. Is uh, the <gasps> director? Ah, is the director <laughs> Simon was doing a shoot with them. He's a photographer as well, and um, mm. I think they went to the pub for a drink afterwards, and oh, they'd nice. seen his previous film Underhill mm. and they just really loved it and they thought wouldn't it be fun to make a film <laughs> so it literally oh, nice. started and that was about eight years eight nine years ago um wow. and then I got involved a year sort of nearly a year into it where they he just realized that he'd been shooting loads of material and they did a producer <laughs> oh. <laughs> to do with it all really so um so yeah I think I can speak for Simon when I say that he he just think he he just gravitates towards interesting characters. Mm, well, I mean, I think <laughs> J Mac had mentioned to me that it has a a feel of Spinal Tap to it, absolutely. And by the way, I don't know if you can agree with this, right? But I think because I obviously two thousand and three, I was very much old enough to buy a Darkness record. Um, I believe that the Darkness came around in a time where the world had moved on from that type of music, right? But they were so fucking excellent that they just kind of smashed the door down and were like we're here and they've done it in such an un unapologetic way that people that don't understand rock and roll right because that crowd had moved far far beyond where that time was at thought it was kind of jokey but their music stands up like like nothing mm. like as much as they are they, they do like to joke around their music and what they are very much is solidified would you agree with that yeah definitely yeah i mean i have to say like as you know I wasn't a huge fan of the music per se. I mean, I sort of mm. just a you know casual uh, thing, but um, I think I've probably yes, they've grown on me over the time we've been making it. And there's definitely that... got some favourite songs. Was that a pun? Are they really growing? <laughs> <on>? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it was. It was a pun. It was a pun. Can you remember uh, the? Can you remember good. the moment when you first found yourself kind of tapping your foot or nodding your head? Oh God! Um, There's actually song, a song that I hadn't heard before, um, or that I hadn't remembered. Um, I can't think what's which one was it. Um, it's probably um, "Love Is Only a Feeling" or something like that. It's sure. one of their, I think it's one of their favourites as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't realise yeah. how much I liked it. There's a, I'll tell you the other one I really like is "Solid Gold." It just makes me oh love. man. Was that, was, that, was that the one? Is that the one that they were talking about quite heavily? towards uh, the end of the dock with about think, shit yeah. and pieces of gold yeah. Yeah. it's an album it's yeah. album three yeah yeah i yeah. play, right. I play yeah. that i'm picking my kids up for school and it's like i'm never gonna stop <laughs> and all the all, all the mums that are taking their kids out of the cars are like who's this guy oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> rosie would like to speak to your dad can you get him to come in please <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so you you came on board with this process so what what was that like i, I take it was it like a, a table with a jigsaw that's kind of half the pictures there, the visions there, and it was it your job to take what was kind of already made and and create that, or were you, did, were you very hands on like th throughout the process of filming? Well, we were sort of 
I, like I say, it was a year in. So they'd, they'd filmed mm-hmm. quite a lot, but we still, you know, we still had another. We, st- we were still filming them for another five, three or four years. Maybe mm. I think we got five years of footage in total. Um, and actually, the last bit of we actually were filming them till January this year. So, well, wow. yeah, it's a long, it's a long time. Was that was that a conscious um, decision that it was going to be filmed over a number of years, or did things just keep happening that that you thought we need to just keep filming before we release it's this? The darkness. Thing. Things are always yeah. going to keep happening. <laughs> I think I, I, it was one of those films where you go into it and you have no idea how it's going to end up, where it's going to go, what the journey is going to be like, what's going to happen. You know, all we really knew was that they were just they were just interesting characters. That was the, really the starting point. And obviously, the thing is, the story like the story that's been is a story that kind of most people know the, the nuts and bolts of it already. It's been done. It's kind of been done, which is why we were really focusing on the character journey and the, their sort of character like their personal it sounds a bit cheesy but their sort of personal journey and how they evolved and how they reflected and we sort of observed changes in them as people a little bit over time as well like you know when we first started filming them they were obviously literally like right at the beginning of that sort of so-called combat trail and then at the end they were doing Wembley and that's you know that's that's got to that's got to bring you up a bit isn't it yeah. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't write that i mean the, the, I know, the, stuff, like... the stuff that happens throughout the documentary like anybody that was making a movie about a fake rock band couldn't come up with the stuff that actually happened yeah right? I know. It, it's just and that's just... just the stuff you could see yeah <laughs> okay so what didn't we see hmm? well that, <laughs> literally there's probably about i don't know 600 hours of footage Oh, God. Like, literally i mean there's just so many outtakes it's, it was so painful doing the edit oh. like anyway so we'll that'll be on the that will but... be on the uh three disc edition blu-ray set <laughs> <laughs> well actually yes yeah, so there is an extra hour of footage on the blu-ray and oh, there's, some, awesome. there's some other stuff everywhere else yeah no there's a lot of footage i'm hungry for that um i think what will surprise me most is like Justin Hawkins, the the lead singer, I find that he's uh, f- f- my own perception of where he's at. It's like he's this what we perceive him as, and I'm talking on behalf of the fans. He's he's your David Coverdale. He's Jimmy Page. He's in that league of rock god, right? But to him, it's like he almost doesn't compute that, and it's almost like he's trying to find his next. It's it's almost like he he kind of seeking that validation still. How many years, like since 2003, that's like 20 years. And yet, it's like everyone else kind of sees him as this figure, but mm. doesn't. Would you agree with that? Interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's he's just a very, he's just very, very intelligent and very thoughtful. So I think if you're, if you are that way inclined, like if you are that nature of person and you are mm-hmm. quite you know, emotionally intelligent and empathic and all those sorts of things, mm-hmm. you are naturally going to be sort of a bit more introspective, a bit more thoughtful, a bit more questioning, a bit less believing in... He's, he is a paradox, though, a paradox or an enigma or whatever you want to call it, because, yeah. like, you, he will constantly contradict himself. Like, he'll read something <laughs> in a magazine, you'll... He'll, I'll be like, Simon... That's not what he said in the interview. <laughs> yes, <it's, laughs> he does. He does. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's deliberate. You know, to keep uh-huh. people on their toes, or whether it's. Uh, you know, or it's just yeah. the way he is, or what. But yeah, um, yeah, I think you're probably right. He probably doesn't yeah. see it that way. 
he seems he seems to me yeah. like a, a love child of Russell Brand and Freddie Mercury just smashed into one person. Um yeah. less of the it, Russell it, Brand it, these days, but <laughs> uh, well done, Jim. Yeah. Um <laughs> what should I say? Thousands, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, I um I went to see them on on that very tour that you found you were basically wrapped up in. Was it January or was yeah. it December? It was it was just the end of the year their arena tour i saw them with the uh, blackstone cherry and i only went there for the darkness i was like i didn't even stay for blackstone cherry no disrespect to them i just was there for the darkness and um and it did I, i've seen hundreds of bands because I, I love going to see live music and mm. the darkness they still give you a show like they, they all again and i always go back to that people don't, don't take them as seriously and i think you see it a lot in this documentary they're very very serious for people that come across as not they very are justin hawkins was playing guitar he was playing a guitar solo right he flicked his plectrum up right high in the air kicked it from behind him with his foot back into there caught it and continued playing the solo <laughs> i was like <laughs> That's wow! Right, seen that. Had you not, he did this right in front of us, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And he even himself was a bit like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like he was kind of shocked. <laughs> but it was just like the typical rock god that that I missed out on because I was far too young. I get with the darkness, totally get that. Yeah. Um, so to see a documentary come out that kind of because when they had split up, I remember being really gutted, and it was just after One Way Ticket to hell which was by the way a great album for some reason it gets this because it's in the shadow of permission to land it gets this that it wasn't great it was bloody amazing right but then when when they came back to me that's the the pirate looking at era of the darkness was started looking like pirates so you you guys were in from there till now yeah. that's for for like that there for for any darkness fan knowing that that story has been captured over that whole time i'm surprised that that like that we didn't like i didn't know too much that there was a documentary coming until mm. recently you know i'm surprised that that was kind of kept under what well, wasn't kept under wraps so the process of working on something for that long what was that like for you did was there points where you were just like i don't know if this is for me or were you proper invested the whole time um i was proper invested the whole time because i just knew that we had such great footage and I knew that we would eventually, it would come good eventually, but you, it is difficult to keep the faith when you're going on for that long. Mm. Um, and you don't know what the end's going to be. You don't know, there's not always a clear path to the ending. I think once we got full well on board, we was, were like, okay, great. This is, we're now going to get this finished um, mm -hmm. because they're not cheap to make, basically. <laughs> you, can only, you can only go so far, you know, with on your own. And we did, you know, director self-funded it to begin with. We did a bit of crowdfunding. We were doing it on an absolute shoestring. We weren't, you know, we weren't being paid. Just, you know, we weren't paying ourselves wow. really because there wasn't any money. Um, so yeah, we we got paid at the very end, obviously, but but not for eight years, <laughs> um, which the crowdfunders don't seem to realise. But yeah, um, <laughs> they never understand. <laughs> what were you doing for that time to to keep your your life ticking over? Oh gosh, I mean, well, Simon's like I say, he's a commercial photographer, so he was mm -hmm. still doing his photography shoots. We weren't, you know, we weren't doing it all day, every day. Clearly, you know, it was sort mm -hmm. of on off, on off, sporadically. I was just doing freelance. You know, I was doing mm -hmm. other freelance jobs. We did um, yeah. uh, I did a music video with Simon actually for Professor Green. I did like oh, nice. <laughs> produce the theatre show. I produced that the creation. I mean, I was doing other stuff like creation yeah. stories and. So you can um, produce anything. 
<laughs> rabbits out of hats yeah you know any, yeah yeah if you can produce a darkness documentary over that length of time i think you can it's safe to say produce anything um what were the biggest challenges within creating this documentary was there points where that you you kind of maybe there was two roads and maybe you wanted to take one and instead of the other was there any real big challenges i can't imagine that would be easy you know because mm. you, you see films and documentaries of people trying to keep up with the rock star right and i can imagine that that will come with its own challenges did you have very many you can say no if you don't want us to know them <laughs> like I mean, no nothing good so, so many me. so many challenges i mean literally yeah. like i mean there was an interview with just it's already out so I can say it really I mean there was we had two edits of the film so we made the film and then we remade the film <laughs> that was that was a challenge um and it was wow. yeah this version that you see is very very different to the other version um and actually we all agreed better for it so that was a challenge yeah. there's just the sheer length of time working remotely over the pandemic was mm -hmm. also challenging mm -hmm. a lot of life happened in between you know for in people's yeah. personal lives um somebody died i mean oh, that was, no. i mean we didn't know him but it was like you know it was an archive producer who you know that was just oh wow you know gosh that no. came out of nowhere i That's mean um yeah i mean what other in terms of like filmmaking i i mean there's all kinds of like little hurdles that are familiar to filmmakers in terms of like clearing things and rights mm -hmm. and tracking people down and and then just when you're faced with that amount of footage trying to work, figure out like where which direction do we go in with this like yeah. there's so many different routes creatively you could go down and you're and you're kind of you're you're kind of always walking a tightrope um with trying to keep everyone happy to a certain extent yeah. obviously the director's got to maintain his vision but you also don't want to you know you've got to keep production company happy you've got to keep the band happy you know we want everyone to be supportive of it yeah but also okay. sort of defend your vision so yeah i mean myriad things i am like kevin said at the beginning that i've never been like i'm not a, a huge darkness fan or i haven't been up until possibly right now i think as soon as i'm driving to work tomorrow morning at um five in the morning and the first thing i do before i get in the car is just download all the albums i'm going to be listening this documentary i would I mean i would 100 percent put it up there with like metallica some kind of monster this this is this is special and it's it's the type of thing you, you don't get to see very often is like you, you see a million documentaries about a million rock bands and it's always just a a chronological thing about okay this is this is him as a child and this is him mm -hmm. playing guitar when he was six and then they move on and it, 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 this isn't like that at all it's, it's like you're, you're coming in very late in the career and then kind of dipping back to the history when you have to mm. and it 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 just it, it draws you in so so well like i said you, you couldn't write the stuff that happens in this doc and it's it's been so well put together so i i want to say thanks first of all for what oh. you've done and what what the team behind it have done the, the simon and everybody else involved it it was it was phenomenal and i'm not yeah. just saying that because you're sitting here on a podcast <laughs> um it, this this is uh it, it was it was it blew my mind and uh one thing I, one thing i really couldn't get over was dan hawkins you didn't by any chance find out his, his skincare routine or anything did you because that guy's <laughs> 23 
he's four or six years old, man. I, yeah. And he's got these eyes that just every time he appeared, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. bizarre. Yeah. All the ladies love Dan. <laughs> he's just he's just like, yeah, he's he is absolutely brilliant. He makes me he is so funny. He yeah. is yeah. so so funny. Um there he's just so and he's him and Justin are just chalk and cheese. Um yeah. just so different. But he seems very he seems quite um a very dry relaxed. sense of very dry very sense relaxed. of humor, like really dry, and I love that. I love <laughs> as a Scotsman, you get to love a dry sense of humor. Um, he was in the in the documentary. Well, he's just like you know, I was itching my balls all day. Turns out it was cancer. Just very matter of fact, you know. What I, mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't but, know any of this. I had no idea about any of this. So like, I was I was watching it like duh, like I was like gobsmacked by the stuff that was happening, and um, yeah. it it was it was like watching. It, it's not. It doesn't feel like sitting watching a documentary. You feel like you're watching mm -hmm. a film. You're watching a movie when you're when you're watching this thing, and it, it's it's just excellent. It really, See, is. there's a there's a time um, within the documentary where Justin uh, is going through a bit of trouble with his throat, and with him being the type of singer that he is, the mm. last of his kind. Um, what was that like to be around? Because I can imagine, like, you're talking about someone here that. If he doesn't have his voice, then the darkness ceases to exist, and and his full identity is gone. At that time, did you spend much time with him? Was he, you know, I, I imagine him to be quite vulnerable at the time. Mm. I have to say that I wasn't on tour with them at that, that point. We, they had yeah. Sam was with them, sort of. It was very kind of lo-fi at that point, but um, I think it's pretty much what you see, what you see. You know, frustration. Um, everyone just kind of. You know, keeping a lid on it, and out of, like, well, I think Frankie summed it up quite well. I mean, he said they don't want to feel helpless, and they just so they kind of were very low key about it. But but I think underneath it all, they were worried. You know, everyone was yeah. worried about it. But um, yeah, frustration. I think it's probably the main thing, and probably you know, frustration that it happened in the first place. I think he, I mean, it may well have happened anyway. But he was talking about the monitors mm -hmm. not having enough you know monitors on tour or whatever but yeah it mainly had to overreach but um yeah I, I honestly can't say for that because i wasn't i wasn't there enough to really to comment on that to be honest but yeah. What, yeah. when it came to the, the the final edit of the documentary did were the band very hands-on or did, were they really happy with how it turned out or were they like one of those like because we we do all different kind of stuff so we know what it's like to, to work with two different style of people you get the people that are like that's amazing brilliant and then you get the people that's like yeah i like this but and that's the response you get every single time you send it to someone <laughs> was there any much of that with the band or was there maybe other sources that were pretty much kind of hands-on yeah i think um the first time round, it was um the production company were actually it's not really fair to say i mean i'd definitely say that the second cut is just very much simon's vision mm. um much more so than the production company probably like if it, yeah. if it had been down to them they would have probably wanted to make something a bit different oh. um having said that um andy who edited it who was also happened to be a huge darkness fan just so it was his like dream job ever yeah. and he did a fantastic job and um I think between him and Simon, when they when they did the, the second version of the film, it was very intense and and actually much quicker because they'd mm. already, I don't know, they sort of 
they'd worked it all through the first time around and so they were like yeah. you know and they were they seemed to work together you know pretty well but um yeah it's i've forgotten the question now <laughs> i forgot what you're asking me <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that's a saying yeah yeah the, uh, yeah and i think they i would say the second time around that they the feedback was minimal i would yeah. say because it was simon's vision and it was kind of everyone was aligned and yeah and so there was it was very little feedback there was a couple of bits and pieces but really actually not not bad at all could have been a lot worse <laughs> well yeah. no yeah. I, i'm i'm very happy that 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 exists um will there be a physical release because we're 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 movie we're huge movie fans and one thing that we always talk about is how important if you love something it is to have it on physical media do you see it ending up in hmv and places like that yeah i think they've got plans to do a blu-ray i think it's been announced actually there's a blu-ray um collector's oh. edition so there'll be a sort of limited edition collector's blu-ray which has got like a postcard like postcards and a poster and like an extra hour of outtakes footage and stuff on it so um and you won't get that anywhere else that's all completely exclusive to the uh, blu-ray yeah there are a few oh. kind of outtakes at the end that that were yeah. so charming especially the one with, with dan with the <laughs> with the award oh like, i love that one. <laughs> I, nearly, I nearly fell off my seat <laughs> now, this is this is something that, that we have to say i mean this is really really funny like and yeah yeah and, and it's not it's not in a it's not funny like you're you're laughing at it you're laughing with the thing yeah. i mean yeah. it, there's there's so many moments in it where i find myself genuinely folded in half <laughs> laughing at things that were happening things that were saying i mean it must be a godsend to work with people like that they can just give you gold without you even asking for it yeah. oh my god they were just i mean they should be on screen they really all you know justin totally played up like it's because they don't take themselves too seriously they just sort of mm. they just they're just very natural like just very i mean i guess they've just been around the business for a long time haven't they but yeah and there was actually that was one thing just reminded me that between the first cut and the second cut the major piece of feedback we did get from the band first time round was it's just not funny enough it's not <laughs> it's not like it's not us mm. you know it's not it doesn't right. reflect how funny our lives actually are yeah. and they really are like that you know that is is literally like what you see is what you get and <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't stop laughing at the the wedding speech i don't think um, i've seen that before Oh man, <laughs> and I'm not going to ruin it for everybody watching. Uh, I would like you all to watch it for for many reasons. There was a part where J Mac actually sent me a voice note, and it was him laughing his head off, right? And it was about the when when they had played J Mac, and then the thing goes off at the end. Do you want to repeat it? Yeah, it was when they were playing on the on the the barge or the commuter <laughs> boat, whatever. <laughs> and then they finish this epic song, and then as soon as they finish, it just goes. The next stop is Greenwich North, and I, I nearly <laughs> fell off the seat, man. It, it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. that was that. Like, like, I don't know if you if you know this or not, but was that something that people had paid paid for specifically, or did was this just a, a thing that was getting done for commuters? Done for commuters. Wow! Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> like it was a record label stunt to launch an album. I don't know what the logic was behind it, but. It did focus on that one guy just sitting sleeping. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. no. how can you sleep through the darkness? Well, 
most of us sleep through the darkness literally yeah. but yeah. you know but the band how do you sleep through that that's it's crazy um, no. it was it was such a funny moment it was, it was so good and um there was also a, a little moment where it just showed you like a a, a piece of uh kitchen towel with a, a dick drawn on it and I was like, <laughs> these things will never stop being funny certainly to us guys there's there's no level of maturity that we will, we will ever achieve that will stop us laughing at somebody drawing a penis <laughs> i think you're in the band already <laughs> well we live vicariously through that um it's been amazing having you on obviously i don't want to take up too much of your time one question i will ask you well two questions actually before we let you go um would you do another darkness project i don't think i would only because um i just don't know how like how we could like going back to the same thing i don't know no mm. probably not but only because i wouldn't want to like ruin the memory yeah. or something <laughs> that makes sense and the last question is, what are you doing next? Oh, wow. Something completely different. Uh, but I can't ah, play what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all got uh, the reference there, right? We all got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not yeah. a music film, actually. It's not a music ah, right. film. Yeah, yeah. I think, very, um, very, very different. I will go back and check the Blur one because I, I really enjoyed the Darkness film that you made, Welcome to the Darkness. Um, so if there is anybody that, that I would trust to make a great documentary about a band, it definitely is yourself and your team because that, for me, was brilliant. And I do look to to get the exclusive Blu-ray because that's the kind of guys we are and I yeah. want to see all the extras and just absolutely have it um i know i've got a, i've got a vcr in the background here but i do have a blu-ray player that's just for sure um so i, I will i will definitely get the blu-ray <laughs> um yeah so uh, is there anything you'd like to say everybody watching at home for for them to go get the tickets and go see what what they're in for to see on, on the big screen uh, I would say one thing. Well, there's probably lots of things I could say, but one thing I would say is that even if you're, if even if you don't think you're a fan, mm -hmm. I think you'll enjoy it because I wasn't a massive fan, but it is just heartwarming and funny and a really interesting character study. And mm -hmm. and you know what, we all need a bit of cheering up at the moment, don't we? And that's Absolutely. I think hopefully the the film will do that. So yeah, mm -hmm. if you don't come out wanting to be in the darkness as a band member, <laughs> I want to know why. <laughs> No, that's excellent. Brilliant. Yeah. And thanks very much for giving us your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've looked forward to this from the minute you sent the email. I was like, <laughs> anything oh, darkness and documentary and, and absolute well done for you. And whatever you do next is going to be amazing. Um, so if you. everybody could go ahead and support Christine and everything she does. Um, do you have you want to plug a social you on Twitter? Oh, I'm rubbish at all that stuff. I should uh, no, I'm not particularly. Ooh, nah, terrible. Well. Sorry. Um, yeah. where can people see what you're doing next is there a website you'd like them to go to no terrible what a missed opportunity sorry guys <laughs> nah, no it's um, all good I'm sure we'll keep an eye out and we'll definitely tell everybody where we can where everybody can see you next it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for giving us your time and thank, thank you, you for creating this body of work that we will cherish for till the end of time so to speak Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having us, and um, no, glad you. you enjoyed it. Yeah, Absolutely, fantastic. Did. Thank you, Christine. Fantastic. All right, take care. Brilliant. Thanks, Thanks. Ian, Christine. Bye. See you later. Bye. -bye. Thank Excellent. you. That was amazing. Mm. How was that for you, J Mac? <laughs> oh, I feel like I want to light a cigarette. Whew.
No, it was, yeah. that, it was that good. The um, um, the darkness are on tour um, come October, which was last month. So they're on tour as we speak. <laughs> uh, I need to get tickets for the. I missed out on the the Barrowlands, but they are coming back to the Corn Exchange. So wait, that's wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. That says two thousand and three. Does it? Not does it. Right. Um, yeah. So it's like that. <laughs> that actually well, ignore that part, right? The next part is uh, you can see permission to land 20 years. So I think they were naming it permission to reland. It was aye, mm. permission to reland. Um, 20 year box set. You can get it now. It's like 100 quid on Amazon. Um, go support the band because this band, more than any other band, needs to know that you guys still love them like we do because we absolutely love the darkness. I love the darkness. Um, this film that has been made, we sh- we are not just winding you up. Like they've done an amazing job on it. Um, if you can go and see it in the cinema, it's only one night. It's one night only, November the ninth. I can't believe I brought that thing up. It was fucking um, November the ninth. <laughs> right, get over there. And buy your tickets wherever you are. You can go to thedarkness.com and you can find whatever cinema is near you, the independent cinemas, all the big chains, and book up, go support the band, go and support this amazing project. Christine and the crew done a hell of a job. J Mac, are you more a darkness fan now than you ever were? A hundred percent. Um I mean I mean I didn't I didn't not know who the darkness were, you know, like I believe in a thing called love was oh, over, me too, overplayed. <laughs> so much of course it was that's probably why i ended up kind of disassociating myself from it it was just so overplayed that i was like okay i get it i get it i get it and then they came out like their christmas song christmas time don't let the bells ring and it it felt like a good old-fashioned christmas song and absolutely I, i did i did enjoy that and i will i'll be blaring that out my car for the entirety of december no earlier so, though, because earlier than that freaks me out. Um, it's like as soon as you start here, you hear Mariah Carey in the shopping centres from like the first of November, and it's like, oh, sharp, fucking yeah. sharp. <laughs> but, I am. Um, what I'd say is, for any new Darkness fan, after watching this, go and in, in order one, two, and three. Right, first three albums, binge those three albums. Right, and there's they, they get better and better. I don't mean that like I mean of course people are going to choose Permission to Land right as their their favorite album because it is and I think it's because of this this is this is my thoughts I think they spend most of their life creating the body of work that they want everybody to see right that that's their life's work it releases it's a smash because it's their life's work it's their soul literally in an album right and then it's like well now you've got a year to create a new one so they spent all this time creating this and now they got a mm. year because they yeah. have to, and I think that's the difference, right? So I would never use I, I, a lot of bands are like, oh, we we, we peaked. No, I think every, every every album's just another chapter in the book of the band. Um, this, this, this is this is where record labels can actually fuck an entire band. I mean, it, mm-hmm. like this yeah. is like when the pressure is on. It's like, okay, guys, you have to have another album released yep. by this time next year. No excuses. It's like, Look well, at Capaldi. Ah, it's like, well, you need to, you. You do realize how long this one took to make, don't you? Mm-hmm. And you do realize that there's a creative process that we have to go through to come up with songs of that caliber. If you want an Goodness. album in a year, you're going to get basically, we're, we're probably going to write a hundred songs in between now and then. 
95 of them are going to be shit. Five of them will be good. <laughs> and we'll end up tagging on another six to make it a full album. And... Well, here's the thing as well. I think the band, bands mature, so they don't always stay the same band that they were at the start. You know, they become new. I, I've got I've got a wee clip here that I sent to you. This is a clip from my iPhone of the darkness the when I went to see them at the start of the year. Phenomenal. Check it out. <laughs> I'm so jealous of these guys that can jump about and play guitar at the same yes, time. Like when yes. I'm sitting on the couch playing the guitar, if my leg isn't quite in the right position, I'm like, oh, <laughs> wait, a minute, guys, wait a minute. But no, these guys just jump about like ACDC. <laughs> all, all of those guys are phenomenal mu- musicians. You know, Rufus Taylor is obviously, you know, who, whose son that is, yeah? Uh, 100%. I. Yeah. Um, and he was like their fourth drummer, right? and he was phenomenal. That was, that was with. <laughs> yeah, the previous oh. drummer, he 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 exploded on stage. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah this 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 spontaneous combustion. It, it happens. I mean, it's quite rare, but you know. <laughs> no, it was phenomenal. Um, and by the way, Justin Hopkins also has a really cool YouTube series where he, he mm. talks about a lot of stuff. He reviews music. Um, it's called Justin Hawkins Rides Again. If I can I do a knee minor on a ukulele. Again. That was pish. Um, it was, but thanks for trying. Um, hey, I mean, I'm a trier, what can I say? Yeah, I've, I've got to hand it to you. You, you, you tried. Yeah, yeah. So go and check his YouTube channel out and show all the support. Not that it needs us plugging it, but <laughs> you know, yeah, go check them out. They're only like nearly a million bloody subs. Um, but we, we'll tell you all to go there. Uh, but yeah, I would say. Show the band the love. I think he's going to look at it tomorrow and go, fuck me, I've got a million and one. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! Um, on closing, I will say the Darkness truly are the last of their kind. They've got a song called The Last of Their Kind. They are the last of their kind. That era of music, it's like it's like they escaped from the 70s and the 80s, right? Mm. And they, they jumped on a DeLorean and burst right into the year 2003. And the year 2003 was not ready for them, but they were just like, motherfucker, we're here and you're going to notice us. And they'd done that. And that created, like, I mean, I'm talking like 2003. That's that's the year of like Liberty X Atomic Kitten. Yeah. And out, <laughs> outbust Justin Hawkins. Like, right come on yeah so uh, to even exist and right to even exist at that that level at that time like yeah they do not get enough credit for for all the they they could they could just as easily have not made it oh because of the the style of music but 
there was a hunger for it. And I obviously there was a hunger for it and they brought it out and people started eating it. Well, I don't um, know. I don't think there was a hunger for it. What I think it was is people were being fed, right? And then someone came and was like kicked the spoon at the way, shoved took the you know, shoved it in the guy someone's mouth. And that person was like, This tastes fucking amazing. And I don't think this <laughs> I don't think they stopped eating it. Ever. This is where I think you and Justin Hawkins would go, would go on really well because both of you are very big fans of euphemisms. Um, <laughs> I noticed that during the talk. I was like, "That's fucking Kev." It's Kev. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching Kev with slightly longer hair. If Dream you could guest. Get it. Back <laughs> in the day, hey, go back, go back a couple of years. Justin Hawkins or any of the darkness. Dream, dream guests for me. See if we were to chat to them. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one day, there's a, one day, there's, 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 they've gotten one new fan out of this podcast alone. So, nope. yeah, um, I'm glad. Binge if, all the first three albums. If and enough then people can see this doc, then there's a whole new fan base going to come out of this as yeah. well. Well, the documentary is, like I say, oh, Matthew says, rock and roll will never die. You're correct. He also says, remember first seeing them at Tea in the Park? They were on about one in the afternoon and blew everyone away. They, <laughs> If you have never seen The Darkness Live, go do it. Because even if you like The Darkness, you're still not prepared for what, what happens on stage. They, yeah. they, they are orgasmic and they will fuck you without even touching you. Boom! <laughs> and on that note, we will be back on Sunday with a special guest, spiritualist, who can see and speak to deed folk so our name is miss angel lee wright join us and what i'm going to do is i'm going to put the link in the description and anybody that wants to come on and get a reading speak to lee see if your deed granddad is sitting next to you do so um i'm interested to see how that goes um so i nine o'clock tune in on sunday that's our usual that's our usual slot he's a beat he's a, yeah, he's been a, a busy week man he's have been very lucky getting an extra two <laughs> oh, speaking of spiritualists there's lorna lorna doyle hey well, hey, hey lorna. um lorna is going to tune in on sunday she should pop on as well um but yes come along on sunday and gets either freaked out spooked out or just what Play. happens if you get two mediums on a podcast? Does that become a large? <laughs> Don't even no, we, no, we just all spontaneously combust. <laughs> it's like two, two exploded two. on stage. <laughs> it was too much for me. Yep, ignore that part that says 2003. I really didn't even notice that. But they are on tour. Go get tickets. Um, you can also get this uh, permission to land 20 years later. Go get it. It looks like a hell of a box set. Thanks everybody for joining in tonight. Linda says, uh, Lorna says, lol. I mean, <laughs> why call it Linda and Lorna, man? That's that's hard. That's hard for me to. It's hard. Fuck's sake, Lorna. Pick your name. I know, man. I know, I know. <laughs> what are you playing it, man? <laughs> right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in tonight. Uh, I've got a busy as hell week and a busy as hell night still. It's my wife's birthday tomorrow. So I'm going to shoot the crow. Thanks for joining us. Go support the documentary. Go see it in the cinema November 9th. Get your tickets. www.bathgatecinema.co.uk uh, or anywhere that is local to you. Lorna Doyle says double L. That's right, man. <laughs> and guess what the surname is? Double D. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on that note. On that note, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your night, folks. And we'll see you on the flippy. Mwah. Take it easy, guys. Thank you so much to Christine Cowan. See you later.